Hey there, welcome to Slash Report. I'm Prue, and as usual, I am joined by my evil co-pilot in all these things, MK. How are you doing, bro? I just pictured myself as like the Captain Haddock to your Tintin. I don't know what that means, because I had friends as a child. I think I have that backwards, because you're the drinker. (laughs) (laughs) Captain Haddock, like, gets drunk and has adventures, and Tintin is full of science. Yeah, that you definitely got that backwards. Um, okay, but what we're actually doing this week is Mystery Science Theater 3000 for one of our favorite movies of all time. It's the best! It's the best! How to Train Your Dragon. This um, is the movie that, like, I got in a fight at work because I was like, uh, best movie of all time. And someone else was like, Casablanca. And I was like, no, I will no. fight you with my hands. It's clearly How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, well, this is not my best movie of all time, but it's it's high up there. Um, so it's to play along, content. to play along, uh, set your DVD or video file to the DreamWorks logo where the little boy is sitting inside the waning moon and um, hit play when we count down. So, MK, are you ready? Oh, I'm super ready. I was born ready. Oh, Jesus. Never say that. Um, <laughs> and on the count of three, one... Two, three. Go. I love the music in this movie. It really makes me want to go back to Scotland. You know, weirdly, I've never associated this movie's mythology with Scotland at all. Despite the Scottish accents? Despite the Scottish accents, because I always just assume, like, Nordic. Do you know what I mean? I guess so. I think I'm just used to, like... I'm super Scottish, and my family has all these stupid stories about, like, fairies and dragons and, (laughs) you know, back in the homeland. Which, like, let's not lie, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, well, two sides of my family were at war for generations. No comment. (laughs) I just, it's such a beautiful movie. It's a lovely sheep. That they're just like, Yeah, whatever. (laughs) deal with it it must be said that this is one of the only movies I've ever watched involving dragons that I like this and Spirited Away oh yeah that's a good point because you're not actually like a fan of dragons no I'm not a fan of any western dragon mythology do you like Chinese dragon mythology yes because Chinese dragons are never like psychic and like hang out with you and they don't want to be your best fucking friend they're like busy being gods I can accept so, that, but so I really probably, prefer the psychic ones. No, I'm sure, but it's probably, actually, upon reflection, it's probably more accurate to say that I don't enjoy um, the sort of mythos that's built up around dragons, because my main exposure to it was my friends in middle and high school who were burning through all the Anne McCaffrey books, and I, like, could not stand that shit. Like, I don't want to be psychically connected with a dragon. Like, that is some lead-up into, like, fantasy furry action. Yes, yours. I was like, I always want to be psychically connected to a dragon, but all of my friends were really into, like, Lord of the Rings and Star Wars, both of which I hate. Oh, Star Wars is the best, and it's sad that you don't know that. Uh, I went to a high school where, for formal, everyone showed up in cosplay as characters from Star Wars. I really should have been there. I belonged there. (laughs) I'll show you the photos sometime in my yearbook. I, of course, would have gone dressed up as, like, an Ewok, though, so... That would have been amazing. Yeah. That- yeah. Yeah. I would like, to a- be fair, <laughs> it was pretty cool, despite me not liking Star Wars. Let's let's talk about the movie again. <laughs> okay. I love the names in this. 
Yeah, the names are pretty great. Like, if you had to be named... Okay, also, cool girls don't look at explosions walking out in front of the flames. So amazing. Love that. She's like, fuck everything. She's, like, fucking ferocious. And I think that's another reason I love this movie, is that it's never in question that she's fierce as hell. And that in any fight, she... Yeah. She's voiced by America Ferreira. Yes, totally choice. Like, amazing. (laughs) <laughs> oh this movie's so good <laughs> I love how he's like no it's gonna be fine I have this can oh, this can and just concuss someone yeah but listen if we were gonna be named things that had to like reflect our Ooh. shitty personalities oh man what would your you name would, be I don't know but I think you would be like angry boobs or something <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what it should be? My name in this is I would have been Rage Tits. Oh my god. Right? It would be Rage Tits. You would be like at two and there would be like Rage Tits. Yeah. (laughs) What have you done? It's like you're... (laughs) Rage Tits broke. It broke something again. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh... (laughs) What the hell would you be? Tragically, I would probably still be named Moon Class. <laughs> it's like falling down. Oh my god, you always knew. It was like, I just, I had to pick the name that best suited me. <laughs> oh man, well, I just noticed that that two-headed dragon stuck one head in the roof of that building to like pump in some gas, and yeah. the other one stuck its head in the door to light it on fire. I know, right? It's awesome. They put all these That's- great details in. Yeah, like, this is the most detailed fight scene. I could watch this fight scene all the time and still miss, like, almost everything. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, there's certain, okay, so my favorite book of all time is To Kill a Mockingbird. And one of the, crazy. No, because it's a seminal work of American literature, or world book, basically. <laughs> but one of the reasons I love it so much is because it's, um, it's not dense, right? Like, there's dense. Like, Joseph Conrad is dense. Um, Virginia Woolf is dense. Um, but the it, the text is so rich. Like, I've read this book five or six times. Every time I read it, I find something new and interesting to look at. And that's that's usually the work of someone who knows this environment intimately and loves it and, like, has an eye for details and enough interest in them to pick them up. And they've definitely translated that into the visual here right because there's so much to look at in any given scene oh yeah like the work that the animators and like just even the set designers on this must have done yeah like the background artists are like just as important in this as the character designers which in a lot of things isn't true absolutely but you know this is a company that was like let's do this properly for once all of our other movies are pretty shit uh, what else has DreamWorks made? Madagascar. But see, as much as we may not love it, that's like a huge hit. So is Ice Age. Yeah, I guess so, but I think that they're garbage. Yeah, but just because you think so doesn't mean the box office says so. I think we're a little too old for those, though. I guess, but I mean, like, I still love pretty much everything that Pixar does. And Pixar, I think, is like the better version of DreamWorks 98% of the time. No, absolutely, but... Pixar is definitely, like, in a league of its own. Like, Pixar is better than... Pixar is the best movie studio in the world. Movie studio, hands down, you think? 
Oh yeah, like what would even come close? They've made thirteen know. movies, and of them, they're all like even their worst movie, Cars Two, was still better than ninety nine percent of everything out there. All right, I'll accept that point. Partly because I don't know enough about movies to argue against you. (laughs) I just love the shot of, like, Hiccup standing there as the thing falls over. Yeah. And the look on his face is, like, a look I had on my face a lot (laughs) as a kid. Yeah, moon (laughs) I bet you when you were little, like, oh, man, I'm, I'm like, now batching as a growing up in this Viking village. Rage tits, of course, would excel in dragon killing classes. Rage tits would have the cool girls don't look at explosions moment. That's right. And I would be like in the background falling on my face. Every every year my parents would keep giving me weapons and everybody would be like, stop it! She's so deadly. <laughs> She's so dangerous. <laughs> I think the intriguing thing about this, right, is that like Everyone thinks he's a mess-up because he just can't seem to do this dragon-killing thing correctly. But then, I don't know that I've ever sensed that, like, if he didn't kill dragons, they would have hated him for it, you know? Like, if he was actually just contributing to society in some other way, he would have been fine as well. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's not what he wanted. Well, he wants to fulfill his father's dream, right? Yeah. Which I think happens to a lot of kids. They're like, I have to do whatever will make my parents happy. And it's like, no, take a step back. What your parents want is not necessarily what's best for you. Yeah, basically. I mean, my parents want me to be a lawyer. <laughs> be like the worst decision of all time. You would be a terrible lawyer. I don't like fighting. I know. I don't like arguments or being yelled at. Confrontation is really rough. Yeah, I'll do it, but I don't like it. I would be really unhappy, and then I would probably die at like age thirty-five. Don't worry, rage tits will protect you in the arena. <laughs> Delightful. Yeah, this is totally, you're right, this is totally Sutton Who iconography, like, this art style is very Sutton Who. But that's Celtic. Not not Celtic, but that's not, I don't necessarily know if that's Scottish. Now and people are going to write in angrily who actually know more about, like, Scotland. Ancient, well, ancient, like, this area. Listen, if someone's an expert and they want to post a comment on our Dream With explaining this shit, we'll link to it on Twitter. Yeah, tell us about the iconography of this movie, because I'm very curious to know what they pulled from, because it could just be totally made up, but there's, like, a richness in the art style that I think is interesting. I've definitely seen a lot of, like, Celtic knotwork in the background, but I also see a lot of stuff from other places, so it could be a nice mix. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if you're going to have Scottish Vikings, why not just go all the way? I do love that in this movie, right, you have, so fine, they fridged the mom, like, we don't even know where she is, mm-hmm. but we have fathers who are, like, very different and very worried about the happiness of their offspring, and that's, totally. like, an emotional, that's, like, an emotional setting that, like, a lot of movies never had, because it was always your mom who cared about your feelings, right. and your father rescued you, and this one is, like, my, like, I, I don't know what to do with this kid, I just want him to be happy, and I'm so worried about him. Yeah, I feel like... You know, we're supposed to assume that his mom died fighting dragons. That's what I assume. Fuck. That's what I assume. Which is like, you're kind of like, how did you happen, Hiccup? Yeah. Do you think that he eventually has like a second growth spurt? No, I think he's like all of the recessive genes happened at once. Oh, such cruelty genetics. (laughs) 
Yeah, and the thing is, like, he's not even angry at Hiccup for not... Well, okay, so he's probably disappointed that Uh Hiccup is not a dragon killer, but he's more than anything very worried about him. He's like, look, I don't want him out there. He's not suited for this. He's not cut out for it. And I would prefer my son to be alive versus dead trying to prove something. And at the same time, he really wants him to be, like, you know, the, the next leader of this village. Yeah, but that's, like, a very, I think that's a very human thing, right? Like, your parents want the best for you. They want you to be happy. But they also, like, you can't entirely shake your your preconceived notions about your kids. Yeah, well, if in my head, imagined Hiccup's mom, who is, like, ginormous with, like, boobs the size of me mm-hmm. and, like, fierce fighting action. Right. Got together with that guy, and they had a baby. Like, when she was pregnant, they were probably like, kill all the things. This kid is going <laughs> to rule the world. And then he comes out, and he's, like, 10 pounds. Oh, Forever. <laughs> Forever. Forever. Like, Forever. never more than 10 pounds. I have this really vivid image of, like, one day Hiccup trying to grow a beard. <laughs> it just never happens for him. Astrid better tell him to shave that shit. Astrid's gonna, he's gonna be like, how do you like my mustache? I'm so glad you're really understanding. And Astrid's like, you have a mustache? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Oh, I love this. So this is, perfect. This is, like the, this is like this and Haku are the only dragons I've ever loved. It's because you're broken inside. Is it wrong for me to love Toothless and Haku? Um, half of that statement. Why is it wrong to love Haku? I don't like Haku. I don't like that movie. What? I pretty much don't like anything about it. Wow, I have no re- I have no response to that. But I love Toothless. Toothless no, you're not. You're not going to kill this dragon. You're not going to cut his heart out and take it to your father. You know why? Because that dragon has kitty eyes. That dragon is the cutest. Sherlock was almost named Toothless because she looks exactly like him. She does. Your That cat has the exact same coloring as this dragon. And acts a lot like Toothless. Well, slightly less destructive than Toothless. To be fair, you're not around her all the time. That's true. Although, how many how many power cords has she murdered now? Like eight. Those things are like $120 a pop. I love, like, I love his, like, massive failure. Like, he's like, I can't do it. I can't. I'm sorry. I did that thing. I think I sorry. I think I told you this, but I don't know if all of our listeners know about the uh, dragon designer, basically for this movie. Oh, I know this. You should definitely talk about it, though because it's super cute. So this is a girl who has never had pets before, and right before this, it wasn't a girl. Oh, was it a boy? Yeah, that's amazing. That makes it even better. So this guy has never had pets, like never. His family is like pets. Why? And right before they start work on this movie, he adopts a cat. Yeah. And he was like, fuck, this is happening. And yeah. he became a giant cat lady and designed Toothless. Yeah, so, like, if you guys are like, why does Toothless act like a cat? It's because the head designer designed him like a cat. Like, his cat, specifically. Yeah. Which, like, that cat must be amazing. That cat is just like a cat. Shut up. <laughs> oh, I love this movie. So good. It has such depth. I love this. I never noticed this until later where he just tries to walk away and fails. <laughs> I just love 
everything about it. <laughs> I love that, that they finally come to terms, like, cross-purposes, where it's very, like, Gift of the Magi, where, like, she cuts her hair to buy him a watch cord, and he sells his watch to buy her a hair comb. Yeah. Yeah. We have a surplus of dragon fighting Vikings. Small <laughs> repair Vikings. Oh, God. Listen. I have no really extra shit. <laughs> but I think this movie is also really lovely in the sense that it emphasizes that strength is not in violence, right? Like, strength, masculine strength in this particular case. Like, not just, like, the strength of a female character is to, like, reach someone emotionally. But any strength, like, true strength is not to inflict violence or to kill, but it's to be able to come to a diplomatic agreement. Well, that and, like, innovation. Yes, exactly. Technology, understanding, and friendship are going to solve everything. Totally. This village is like stuck 30 years before Hiccup's time. And he's yeah. like, I bring you the future. And they're all like, that looks like fucking insanity. No. Can I just, can I just say for the record that like, I, of all the things I love about this movie, I love this training sequence. The, the training sequence the is amazing. The flying is amazing. But the training sequence for the characters is just so much funniness and so much character building. Like, wrapped up in action so you're not like <laughs> you're not like distracted well you know what my theory is the more training montage a movie has the better it is yeah and this movie good. has a lot of training montage can i just say like this dude what is his name the one with the black hair the little one that's like a total punk ass Oh, I always forget. He's like every dick who's ever like hit on a lady at the gym, right? Isn't he? Do you work yeah, out? You really look is. like you work out. <laughs> I love <She's>... that kid. <laughs> Plus 11 stealth. That dude has Cheetos and a cape and is like GM of the most amazing Dungeons and Dragons game of all time. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Because they live in this country, he's probably like, instead of Dungeons and Dragons, it's probably like, Cities and taxes. Oh, shit. That's sad. Can I just say, like, this training montage reminds me of, like, my driver's ed class. Because my, first of all, the guy who taught me driver's ed had, like, that pedo mustache thing going on. Ew. Clearly drunk. I think he was drunk. And, like, he was Probably. so dead inside from teaching teenagers how to drive for years and years and years that he just didn't care. Like, he was pull- like, you only want this so that you can make out in the back of cars. I know. Which is true. I'm not going to lie. But, um... I wanted to be able to get to the comic book store on my own schedule. No, I wanted to have sex with people in parking lots. But, um... It's horrifying to me. Shut up. You gotta make two, right? My parents are not heavy sleepers. So, the whole deal (laughs) is, like, this scene where he just unleashes the dragons on them. I was like, oh my god, their looks on their faces are exactly how I felt when my driving instructor was like, alright, you've been in the... You've been driving for exactly 12 minutes. Get on the highway. (laughs) I was like, Jesus Uh, you look like you work out oh it's so good for me it's like the first time that my dad gave me a gun he was like it's fine just go shoot that bird out of the sky and I was like I don't think this is a good idea your family is just so baffling 
Oh, I love Not him. Boat. That's his name. I love, okay, I love this instructor who's, like, missing so many limbs, and he's just like, yeah, whatever. Like, let me hook this dragon with my giant hand hook. <laughs> and he seems to have some serious macrame action going on with his mustache. To be fair, who doesn't? I know that I braid my facial hair every night. Uh, it, goes, it goes well with my third foot, the one that's growing out of my back. You, like, French braid that shit, right? I do. It's the only part of my body hair that I can French braid. Nice. I'm just going to make up. I'm just going to like start discussing increasingly hideous deformations I have. And by the end of the season, I'm going to try and draw a picture of what I've told slash report I look like. I can't wait until one day we do show up at a con and people are like, I don't recognize them. Yeah, where's her (laughs) third foot? She says something about a mustache. I feel betrayed. One of them should be covered in cuts and bruises and the other one should have a lot of weird deformities. (laughs) We can definitely do cuts and bruises, because that will be accurate. Shut up. They should be more visible. I will probably also be covered in burns if I've actually been trying to, like, make you Sailor Moon shoes. Yeah, you guys don't know it, but while we were getting ready to record, Prue burned herself, like, three times. It was fucking, (gasps) it was baller, as they would say, as the experts would say, it was baller. The experts. The experts in facial hair macrame and licorice? Yes. I wonder I wonder what animal they decided to study to check out, like, um, Toothless's flying. That's a good question. Because it's so interesting looking. Like, it looks very real. Like, there's an internal consistency and logic. And I also enjoy that he gets pissed and is like, I'm going to burn this. I'm going to burn all the things. So angry. So angry. Burn! Now he's sulking. Now he's distracted. I'm going to eat some fish now. Eating all the fish. That's like one of my favorite shots of him is like his head in the water. Because it's so cute. This is the best. (laughs) I get the mental impression that Toothless is probably like a teenager. Like a dragon teenager. Yeah, that makes sense. Because he's kind of like easily pissed off. Yeah. But also easily won over. Yeah, and clearly has a lot of feelings. Yeah. Also love Astrid, because her name is Astrid. (laughs) Yeah. I love that name. Astrid's an okay name. I feel like everyone else here has a hilarious name, right? Like, they just told us that the stupid hit-on-girls-at-the-gym dude is named Snotlout. And then there's, like, Tough Nut and Rough Nut. Right. And Snotlout is, like... Because he's a little shit and a little snot, and he's going to be a lout when he gets older, right? Like, they were like, that's what he's going to be. Like, Astrid. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? Do you know what I really want? Like, I know they're not going to... Well, they're making a sequel to this, right? Aren't they? Yeah. Okay, good. But, like, what I really want... Because I love it when this, like, little ragtag group actually starts to work together, and all of them have such interesting, unique skills. Mm -hmm. Um, I just really want to read, like team fic or watch a team movie about them being like awesome dragon squad have you seen the christmas special yes which is adorable yeah but i want like a whole movie of that yeah that'd be great apparently they made up like hundreds of dragons for this and only have you ever looked at the original book for how to train your dragon yeah it's based on a book and the book is literally just like one million dragons yeah it's like this book that he looks at here. Yeah, but no, no, no. They were, the production designers apparently came up with a ton of dragons. 
Oh, yeah. Not all of which made it into the movie. But, okay, next time we're on his face, check out that hair. Check out the graphics. Like, check out how beautiful that is. It is amazing. The color of the light, like, it's all so perfect. I'm really impressed, actually, by, like, the fur vests that everyone wears. Yeah. Because it has that kind of gross look that if you ever have to wear, like, the coat of an ox or something, that's what it looks like. I whispering death. <laughs> Sorry. Night Fury. Love it. They don't the know best. anything about him. The unholy offspring of lightning and death. Yeah, they had a one night stand and they both regretted it. <laughs> but neither of them believed in abortion and they thought, why don't we just bring this thing into the world? Dude, they don't have any abortion providing Vikings. So tragic. This is why health services need to be more expanded. Planned Parenthood, free health care. That's right. Very important. I love that they just casually have, like, bitchin' lady Vikings in there. Uggs. You know that they discovered recently that real Vikings, the only ones buried with swords are women? Nice. Yeah. The women are like, they're these gigantic swords, and until now they thought it was men, and then they were like, shit, these are all ladies. Those are fucking ladies. You know why they got those swords? Because they, like, shot out, like, several babies, which is, like, super terrifying and badass. Exactly. I, I of course... I also that they did the detail of all the, like, mollusks and zebra things. Yeah. Stuck to the... It's beautiful. It is beautiful. I enjoy this. I enjoy this, that there's, like, a dragon rampaging, and, like, he's the least ninja person in the world. You're just, you're just so wrapped up in fail, Hiccup. I love you so much. He's so beautiful. He's wonderful. He's like, I have some questions. Can we, like, do some book learning first? And they're like, no, just get in the ring. Yeah, that's definitely, seriously, definitely, like, a driver's ed instructor. It's like, nah, you're fine. I was like, I don't know how to use the turn signal. (laughs) My driver ed instructor told me a lot of things that were wrong and I was like I don't think that sounds right like if I were the government I don't think that would be a good idea and they were like it's the truth and then I failed my my G class license the first time I took it uh-huh. and I had to redo it <laughs> what, now with 50% less lies yeah essentially there was like a thing and I was like why did I fail and they were like because you did this and I'm like they told me to do that adults love lying to you oh, failure that was some beautiful fucking failure there Adults love lying to kids. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm going to have some kids just so I can lie to them. The sun was my eyes, Astrid. God. What do you want me to do? (laughs) I love this fucking asshole. He's the best. Oh, love it. Love this. Love everything about it. Has anyone ever... (laughs) Just, like, mass destruction. I love that Astrid is so badass. I love that she uses his face for leverage. Well, wouldn't you? Hells yes. Oh, <laughs> nice. Smack. Ferocious. She's yeah. not even, like, pleased with herself. She's just pissed at him. Oh, hells yes. I would be too. Yeah, totally. This is, a. Uh, I have the option of taking another university degree for free. Yeah. And I don't because of assholes like him. <laughs> Yeah. I get really angry being in a class with people who are asking dumb questions, and then I have to, like, leave. Understandable. 
Also, okay, this where Toothless is like hiding above. Dumb. So dumb. He's like, I heard you coming ten minutes ago, dude. You're not stealthy. No, he's the worst ninja. Oh, but what I was going to say is, you know who Astrid actually reminds me of in terms of female archetypes in media? No. Ziva David. Oh, yeah, totally. Okay, this little, like, the wiggle. The, like, hunting wiggle. Yeah, so I've seen cats do this before, right? Usually right before they're about to jump on my face. Oh. Watson does it sometimes when he tries to get up where he shouldn't be. Uh, Night, uh, Toothless also sort of reminds me of, uh, Stitch. Yeah. Yeah. Except that Stitch was trying to be, like, cute and non-threatening, and Toothless is like, I will fuck your shit up. Except he's actually easily distracted. Dumb as yeah. a box of hair. He's like, oh, fish. Love, love that the fish. teeth extend, like, ah, yes, love it. <laughs> Just scarfing it down. Smelling you, smelling you for danger. Smell you. Oh, this is so gross. In the th- in the theater, I was like, "Oh no, no!" You've got to no. eat it. That's how it knows you love it. Ew. <laughs> Ew. The greatest, where he's like, "Oh no, please don't! No, this can't." The, like, thought process where he realizes he has to. Yeah, and then, and then, like, Toothless is like, hello, I brought you a present. I vomited it up for you. I'm really hungry, but I'm sharing. You better swallow. He does, like, they did an amazing job with this dragon because he, like, breathes the way that an animal does, like, in a recognizable way. Yeah. It's very much a dog breath, though, because cats aren't quite like that. Yeah. When dogs breathe, you can, like, see it in their whole bodies. Dog, cat, bat, dragon. Oh my god, trying to smile. So cute. Love it. Terrifying. <laughs> that looks like some of my coworkers when they try to move their face muscles like that. It's like, <laughs> been, so yeah, it's been so long. Yeah, it's been so long since I knew what happiness was. I have a temporary minion, and we went to a meeting, and she was like, why is everyone so happy? Yeah, no, it's weird. It usually doesn't happen. Yeah. I was like, I work in a really happy office. Welcome. Okay, so apparently that was supposed to be a reference to when that bird flies off. Yes, love it, cat butt. Um, apparently when that bird flies off, that's supposed to be a reference to him wanting to be able to fly again. Oh, yeah, yeah you didn't catch that? Well, the first time I didn't. I at first I thought it was just like a really dissonant sort of tone. I always thought that that was sort of unnecessary because of course he wants to fly again. And like just emphasizing it like that just makes it seem strange. Oh, I just thought that it was like, you know, it's not like he's going to empathize with Hiccup at first, right? Because Hiccup is clearly other, but a bird is more like him. Yeah. Check out this light. Isn't this amazing? Yeah, it's really amazing. I feel like the thing that makes this movie really excellent, right, is that they did not get lazy. It's like at any point in the production process where I had the option to like do a less difficult thing, they went with the more difficult thing. Because they sat here and they tr- they made magic hour, right? Like This is the most beautiful portrait of all time, by the way. Okay. And he looks so proud. I, mm. Like, I like that he looks at Hiccup to, like, check that he's drawing it correctly. Words. No words. <laughs> Anyways, back to the lighting. 
It's uh-huh. like they had a, it's like every opportunity they had to like take an easier tack or to use a lighting scheme they'd already developed before. They went with something the more beautiful reality and the much more difficult one and it shows in this movie. It's so lovely. Yeah, I think we see like every time of day or night in this movie. Yeah. And we see like above the clouds, below the clouds, over water, in a mountain, in a forest, like yes. if you want to be inside a volcano, done. It's just it's pretty wonderful. It really actually makes me sad that like there was a video game for this and I'm assuming that it was terrible because pretty much all video games based on movies are terrible. Which is really a waste, right? Because you would have a ton of people who are not necessarily gamers. But if the game was really good... They would play it. I would play this game, like, if it really replicated the experience of this film. Oh, this is, like, the loveliest moment of this movie, right? Yes. This is the moment, like... I was listening to the commentary where they were like, we wanted them to have this moment, but it had to be that Toothless was the one that closed the distance between them, right? That's what makes it so... So charming. overwhelmingly emotional for me. Of course. Okay, this is like every camping trip I've ever been on where, like, I don't want to be there because humans have not spent all this time evolving, building houses, and creating climate control to go back and sleep outside again. You know what? I actually sleep very well outside. fucking hate it with every fiber of my being. But I don't like it. (laughs) Hate it. Can't sleep. I'm so angry. I'll bench your beautiful hand. With my face. I think with my face is the greatest part of that. Yeah. I can't believe that it took him this long to be like, oh yeah, if he can't fly away. To be fair, Toothless, I think, is really good at, like, big picture ideas and not very good at the little... Are we talking Hiccup or Toothless? Sorry, Hiccup. (laughs) I was thinking too hard about Toothless. Astrid's like, where's that dumbass now? Probably getting his face fired off. <laughs> I love Roughnut and Toughnut because you get that stupid sibling action that happens. They're so great. It's like every fight I've ever had with my sister. <laughs> we used to share a bathroom. It was the worst. Whatever. I had my own floor. <sighs> I love how he, like, can be a blacksmith and still not badass somehow. I know, know everyone's like, yeah, so he's good at metalworking, like, no one cares. And you're like, seriously? Dude's, like, 12. (laughs) He built a cannon. And now, he built a wing. Like, a strap-on wing. He's also apparently very good at fishing. Mm Mm-hmm. Hates eel. To be fair, would you want to eat eel? Uh, love eel. Unagi. Oh, right. Okay, would you want to eat, like, non-Japanese-style eel? I have eaten non-Japanese-style eel. What? Yeah. I've eaten some fucked up stuff. Dude, off of, like, a street cart in western China. Okay, but, like, Asia knows how to do that shit. You give that to white people, they're gonna make it the worst. I've had it all sorts of places, actually. Eel is very good if the cook knows what they're doing. I don't trust it. I mean, then again, you have to keep in mind that, like, I'll try anything. I've eaten some awful stuff. Uh, I'm pretty much, like, I'm used to eating game. 
There's I, a lot of things that are outside of game that I don't trust other people to cook properly. <laughs> Toothless. Actually dumb as a box of Yeah. I love that he's like, something's on my tail. He's like, I'm I, just like... This is the Batman moment, by the way. They're actually pretty stupid, which is pretty funny to me. Oh my god. Catastrophic failure of planning. Look, he's so excited. <laughs> so excited. He's gonna fly. He's gonna fly. Things not gonna stay open and... That's why you need friends. Oh, Toothless. I know. So happy for him. So awesome. He's like, oh, get off my ass, bro. (laughs) And now he's like, ha 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 ha. Boom. Fucked. I just love all the shit that is in that pond. Like, all of the busted-ass trees that you're, like, toothless. What have you done? <laughs> I love the names of everything in this movie. Zippleback? Yes. Not just a Zippleback, a hideous Zippleback. Well, you know, you want to be descriptive. The best part is, once everyone has made friends with the dragons, and people are like, yeah, this Zippleback is mine. They won't just say Zippleback, they'll be like, this hideous Zippleback, and they'll be so happy. You know what they're going to name it, like, and they're going to be semi, like, named similar to, it's going to be named similar to the How to Treat, Trade Your Dragon, like, characters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she just punches him in the face, She's like, fuck you. No commenting on my ass. Seems legit. That nerd kid is my favorite. Of course the nerd kid is your favorite. Look at him! (laughs) I love how he just slumps. He's like, yeah, alright, fine. I guess I'm dying That's today. exactly what would happen if I tried to pour water on a dragon. Yes, I know, Moonclutz. That's why Rage Tits would probably have to save your ass in dragon training. <sighs> that is, like, the worst and most accurate terrible Viking name, isn't it? Which? Rage Tits. Yeah, no, it is. That's gonna stick. On some, like, on some bad level, that's gonna stick. Captain Rage Tits. I don't want to be Captain. <laughs> Too late. I love that he keeps winning these in, like, the least badass way as possible. Like, he just threw an eel. Yeah. Like, in terms of unsexy victories. Also, dude, I, the first time I saw that in the theater, I was like, is he making a god piece? <laughs> of course you were. It looks like a god piece. You were the worst. I know. It was full of kids, too. But in my defense, they probably didn't know what a cod piece was. Yeah, but it has a hilarious name. Let's be serious. For realsies. Aww. Dragon cat name. This is my favorite. Of course it is. I do enjoy this. This is kind of cute. Where he's like, yeah. Dragon catnip's the best catnip. I enjoy this crone who's like, he has magic powers over dragons. That crone is like, that has to be my new grandson. Like, must. Wait, is that Astrid's grandmother? I don't know, but I feel like she wants him to marry into her family. Yeah, he can take Astrid's last name. Totally. 
<laughs> this is like the least yeah. least badass approach ever. Cutest approach ever. And Astrid's like, come on! He just doesn't want them to die. Completely fair. I like that fucking snot loud is like, I'm your new best friend. <laughs> yes, chase that little beam of light. Chase it. <laughs> right in the face. <laughs> She's like, fuck you. Her forest anger is so good for me. Yep. Just the fact that, like, Astrid, when she gets upset, she goes into the forest and just kills trees. She's just decorating them. What, with death? Yeah. They're Vikings. Oh, so cool. So cool. I would have been so much happier learning to drive if I was learning to drive a jacket. <laughs> that is a lie. That is not a lie. Yeah, because the dragon that you would get would be an Anne McCaffrey dragon, and everyone else would be happy, and you'd be like, fuck. Why is this dragon psychic? I don't want to talk to you about my feelings, dragon. <laughs> to be fair, most dragons in the Anne McCaffrey books don't really want to talk to you about their feelings. They just are like, scratch. Also, I'm hungry. Okay, can we just talk about how not ninja that was? Where, like, you could see the giant eye behind <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so subtle. And Toothless is like, is that a girl? <laughs> Let's investigate. Toothless is like, I don't care, I wanna go. And they're attached. <laughs> so Just good. Sucked out through a wall. No bigs. Yeah. Oh, this is so depressing. We went with multiple ships and they only come back with one. Yeah. I'm surprised there are that many old people in this village. Yeah. The birth rate must be insane. Well, I mean, it's cold. Mm. What else are you going to do? You know, people always say that. There are books. No. If you had the option. I think I would still take books based on the people in this village. There's got to be somebody fuckable in there. Have you seen anyone fuckable in this movie yet? I don't know. That macrame... That that thing is working for me. Listen, I know he's your type with his unibrow and his macrame beard, but... I know. So my type. And the stone tooth. That's right. Ah, shit. (laughs) (laughs) I like my men Cro-Magnum. Toothless is like, no, we aren't. We're going to take this so fast. Toothless is like, You're ready to rock. No, bored now. Bye. (laughs) I love his little shitty expression. <laughs> it's very, it's very, like... <laughs> okay, that's the expression. So most of the time when my friends come over, that is the face Sherlock makes at them. Nice. Because they're, like, invading her territory. And last night, I got her high on catnip, and she made her, like, wide-eyed, 
happy expression, which normally she only makes, like, when I'm the only person home. Right. And everyone was like, holy fuck, what happened to your cat's face? I've never seen that expression before. And it was like, you mean her normal expression? She's happy. She's forgotten that you're here. This is so gorgeous. So I think one thing I do like, and the the unifying elements of this, right, in Spirited Away and in this movie, are these amazing sense of freedom and weightlessness and, like, being able to fly. The way they animated him, like, climbing up into the sky is exactly what it feels like when I have dreams about flying. Like, yeah. I don't know how they did it, but it's perfect. Well, I think the thing is that it doesn't need to be realistic, right? Like you don't need to actually. No, it just has to be. It just has to feel real. Oh, smacked in the face. Trial by fire. Yeah. Best way to do it. Oh, and so when they're descending, when that when like they finally catch each other again. Yeah. And um they're falling and like hick uh <laughs> face is like blown off. It's like one of yeah. my favorite moments of this movie. I almost wish Toothless could have goggles. Toothless would be insulted by goggles. Yeah, he would. I also just love love the music in this section. It's, it's so, so good. Cool. Yeah, the composer is amazing. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, if I were Dragon and I were really happy, I'd do that too. <laughs> Worst pet ever. Shares. Toothless is like, oh, I don't know why you burn your food. Way to ruin the taste. Yeah. I love that, because that rock formation behind them is a real rock formation. Like there are Great actual experience. there are actual places that look like that because of the particular types of stone. That's insane to me. Yeah. <laughs> Good effort. So subtle. Cruel laughter. <laughs> this is a petty little shit. This is the best part, though. Oh, poor baby. It's like drunk on being on fire inside. This is the best, though. The jealousy. But, like, he's mine. My human. (laughs) So cute. Totally puppy gasps. Yep. Shit, son, your dad's home. Although his dad doesn't fit in the door of his own. <laughs> <laughs> you were so not ninja. <laughs> That's like me when I was a kid closing all the windows on my computer, like minimizing everything. <sighs> Who's ready? No, I'm Googling. Just Google. I learned really young that if you just like balls out through it, you're fine. Like, don't close any windows, because usually, like, it would be text. And, like, as long as you didn't act like it was a big deal, they didn't think it was a big deal. Mm. I usually, like, alt-tabbed to a different window, and I would have, like, a safe window. Right. That would be, like, the history of cheese. Wow. 
Yeah, you're welcome. You're, mm-hmm. Guys, my way is better. Also, never have your computer face an open doorway. Oh, my parents always put my computers facing open doorways. You let your parents position your computer? My parents bought me my computer, and they, like, arranged the furniture. Oh. When I got my own computer, I was like, I'm going to go set this up. And they were like, cool, go learn how computers work. And I was like, see you never. (laughs) I will be locked in my room for the next 800 years. I think I only slept, like, three hours a night for all of high school and most of middle school. That sounds about accurate. Because I would, like, go to bed and then sneak out again after they had gone to bed. Wait, this is the best part. It's half of her breastplate. Which is so creepy and Right when he has his hands on it? So creepy. (laughs) I love his expression. He's like... I think that that's one of those jokes that you have to be a certain age to get. Yeah. And it's just like, oh my god. (laughs) Like, on the one hand, thanks, Dad, for giving this piece of memorabilia of my mom to me. On the other... Oh my god. (laughs) Like, the best part is that he, like, had that hat ready. Yeah. He's just been waiting. He's just been waiting. Oh my god, he's actually wearing the boob hat. Mm-hmm. Horrifying. Her anger is so deeply enjoyable to me. <laughs> like, someone who's actually ninja, and so serious, like, the way she moves is the same way that Solid Snake moves. I have never played the Metal Gear Solid games, but I do remember that, like, <laughs> I do remember the the best way to piss off my friend who was, like, obsessed with Metal Gear Solid was, um, hey, what is the Aqueous Snake? A Gaseous Snake game's gonna come out. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Thanks, Grandma. I love it. I'm so leaving. We're leaving. Leaving town forever. <laughs> She's, that's like the greatest. It's so fatal attraction. So crazy. I'm just going to sit here sharpening my <laughs> two-headed axe. In the beautiful sunlight. That's right. I hate you. I'm gonna kill you so dead. You've driven me insane. He wants to leave. Then you can be the best. She's like, no, it doesn't make sense. I need the truth. And she literally steps on him to get over Uh him. (laughs) Why would you do that? (laughs) She's so abusive. Yeah, this is exactly the kind of pairing we like. She's like, holy shit, a Night Fury! He's like, yeah, that's my friend. Yeah, that's my that's my pet Night Fury. He's dumb as a box of hair. Yeah. 
Toothless is like, who is this bitch? Is she going to get in the way of our bro time? She might. Bros before hoes, toothless. <laughs> that is the greatest face. <laughs> so unimpressed. <laughs> I like his little, like... I love that he's is. like, yeah, she's going to tell. We got we to gotta kidnap her. Of course, now, every time they cite Odin, all I can think of is, like, Hannibal Anthony Lecter. <laughs> I love that he hops on this train and bends over. Like, what did you think was going to happen? I love that, like, Toothless is like, oh, I do not want to be a part of this. I don't like her. Can't we kill her and leave her in the woods? They'll find her body eventually. That's a total Parker moment, right? Like, I don't like her. Can we just kill her? And Elliot's like, yes. Elliot would be like, yeah, that sounds like a I would read that fusion. The leverage (laughs) team with dragons? Because Parker would totally be a dragon. Yeah, she would. <laughs> the greatest face. Hardison would be like the worst Viking ever. Well, Hardison would probably be Hiccup. Yeah. There you go, fandom. Enjoy. Done. Enjoy we just that. plotted you the leverage how to train your dragon AU. Good times. I love this. It's like, what are you doing, you stupid lizard? <laughs> now the spinning. We need her to like us. <laughs> Useless reptile. So beautiful. I know. But it's such a all oh, beautiful. But it's such a like a natural, understandable reaction. Yeah. He's pissed. I'd be pissed. Yeah. She did it's come at crazy. you with like a giant axe thing. Yeah. I love the visuals of this so much. So beautiful. Do you know that, like, I spent years, years harassing all of my friends to, well, so all of my friends who went into the military took non-commissioned positions, mm-hmm. and I was, like, so angry, because <laughs> I was like, can't one of you guys get into a track where, like, you will eventually have access to an F-22 so I can ride in the back and you can do wheelbarrows. Can't you just do that for me? Uh, really? Yes, I want it so bad. You probably wanted to date John Shepard and were sad that he was gay. I wasn't that sad he was gay. I feel <laughs> like having that much, like, eh, in one relationship would be bad. That's possible. Yeah. See, the only thing I don't like here is their facial expressions here, and Toothless's facial expression, and he's like, check it out, that I didn't like. This is the <laughs> only time in the movie I didn't like something. I love this bit. (laughs) 
shit's going down. I love like watching all the different ways that they design these dragons and how they move as they fly. It's so interesting. Mm-hmm. And they sort of like emerge from the mist. This would be an amazing ride at Disney. Holy shit, right? Yeah, like it can never be. Universal, get on this. Make a partnership. Yeah, I would definitely go. They could actually make like a pretty interesting how to make your dragon like park. Yeah. Right? Well, you know that there's like a pyrotechnics show in Australia, right? For how to train your dragon? Yeah, where you like go to a theater and there's like giant dragon puppets and like explosions and fireworks. Hey, MK, you know where we should go? Not Australia. Why not? It's full of spiders and danger. Yeah, but they also have the pyrotechnics, and they also have Sydney. And they have, like, the most beautiful, most beautiful ex-convicts ever. One of my best friends is Australian. She moved here from there to marry another friend of mine. Right. And her dad was like, you should totally come visit us in Australia. You can, like, stay at our house. It'll be great. And I was like, oh, yeah, this sounds really nice. Right up until the point where he told me that they had to get rid of the black widow's nest in their backyard because the dog was sniffing it too much. I'm okay with that. I'm okay I am with not that. okay with that. I'm totally okay with that. I'm just going to stay off that entire continent. Oh, I want it. I should go. I should definitely it's go. way too dangerous for me. Oh my god, no. Sunshine. Drunkenness. Hot Australian dudes. Every person and animal in Australia is crazy dangerous and probably poisonous. No wonder I'm so attracted to that place. Yeah. It terrifies me. I like that this is the dumbest of the dragons. Yes. Like, the one that just got eaten reminds me of Watson. (laughs) so mean. Look, he's beautiful and a sweetheart, and he's super dumb. He's dumb like a fox. They'll kill Toothless. They can't kill Toothless. No. that Vikings found a shitty island where yeah. everything is shitty and then they got attacked by dragons and they were like we are staying here forever. That is like a lot of places though, right? Where you're like, why do you live there? Well, that's basically how people discovered Atlantic Canada. Yeah, I mean, there's there's certain places in the world I'm like, why? <laughs> <laughs> like parts of Canada. Mm-hmm. I love that big-eyed face. Yeah. Have you noticed that sort of all the stone sculptures look a little bit like Maurice Sendak people? They have that sort of profile, like the very rotund, like, oval shape. Yeah. Though also, so do all of the people. That's true. But it's super charming. I love it. It is super charming. I enjoy that he's, like, wearing a metal apron. (laughs) Uh, He's probably, like... 
what's the sleeveless night in Merlin? <laughs> Sir Percival. <laughs> Same thing. He was like, I'm going to cover my junk, but my arms need to be bare for the gun show. <laughs> so stupid. He's going to lose an arm, like, really in the near future. He's going to get, like, an infection. Yeah. He doesn't want to kill a dragon. Boob helmet activated. That's how you know he's serious. Yep. (laughs) Serious times. Boob helmet time. Also, okay, here's a major question. Why is his boob helmet a seriously different size and shape than his dad's boob helmet? Whoa. Everybody's boobs are different. Yeah, but that's like, that's like not just different, yo. That's like three cup sizes different. And one of them is narrow and pointy, and one of them is, like, short and round. Yes. I love that this dragon is not content with just being a terrifying dragon. He is, like, actively on fire. (laughs) Um, He's like, I'm gonna dragon so good. (laughs) I'm the best of dragons. I'm gonna dragon so hard, you will never be dragoned this hard again. I also love that he was like, I'm on the ceiling, bitch. And I'm on fire. That's right. Look at me, I'm totally on fire. I'm on fire. He's so pointy. Ah, you just threw your mom's titty helmet. To be fair. Probably doesn't really want to wear it. He's been rocking it all this time. I think that's more to make his dad happy. Somewhere in, like, the Viking Elysium fields, his mom is like, oh, you did not. That is my bigger boob helmet. I know. I love that boob helmet for you. You know what? The other thing, okay, so either Hiccup has two moms, or the person who had to, like, hammer that boob helmet was a dude who's missing an arm and a leg, and he's not as good a metal worker. (laughs) I love this. He rides to the rescue. He's the best. Astrid is also the best. Everyone in this movie is the best. Yeah. Fucking, if his dad hadn't gotten in there, things would have been fine. Well, I mean, his father couldn't have known that he wasn't actually in danger. I yeah. guess. Yeah. Hiccup is, Toothless is like, uh-uh, this is not going to go. And I enjoy, like, that confusion, right? Like, everyone's like, what the fuck just happened here? Something crazy just happened. Toothless is super gonna die. Toothless is not gonna die. Toothless is too badass to die. Oh, I love Toothless. Toothless is the greatest. Toothless is like, bitch, step off my man. Uh, no, don't do that. His bro. Don't do that. Don't do that. You're welcome. You are such a filthy furry. I can't even, he's not even furry. You're filthy scaly. I don't want them to have sex. I just want them to be together forever. Oh my god, scaly. That's a new thing now. I hope you understand. You're a scaly now. Just remind me to add it to the dictionary. No, don't hurt him. This is so upsetting to me. Like, in the oh. theater, I was, like, so upset by this. This is the part of the movie that makes me so uncomfortable because, you know, I think both of us have a lot of father issues. Yes, we do. And we also, like, both like animals too much. Yeah, and we're like, no! 
Chris dead. To be fair, like, at least my father never captured any of my pets. But he would never let me have any, so, you know. I don't think we ever captured any of our pets. Well, you, you know what I mean. Yeah. So we did have a pet rabbit and then later eat a different rabbit. Are you sure it was a different rabbit? Yeah, because it was the it was the school's rabbit that we were borrowing. Okay. You know, like someone has to take care of the rabbit over break. Right. My dad was upset because rabbits are food, so you shouldn't have one as a pet. <laughs> Man, dogs and cats are food to some people. Yeah, but those people are crazy. No, it's a cultural view, man. Fish are food. People love fish. Hamsters, gerbils. Well, hamsters and gerbils I don't think would make very good meals. Oh, au contraire. If I and if they, you go to Peru, you can totally have like it's either hamster or gerbil. But they're like huge. They're like the big kind and they're like the size of rabbits, and apparently they're very good. It's on my yeah. list of things to eat. All right. One day. Yeah. One day I'm going to go to Machu Picchu. Like, A, to look at some history, and B, to eat somebody's pet. You're the, the worst! No! Oh, the depth of this world is amazing. Oh, it just makes me so upset. Don't worry, it ends up okay. I know, but this part is really difficult for me this to watch. This is really upsetting to watch. <laughs> Though every time I see people tossing swords around like that, I really want to watch the montage in Robin Hood Prince of Thieves where they're making all the weapons. Right. That's, like, my favorite part of the movie. Them setting up the village and making all the weapons. Okay. The end. Nice. He is a devil, but not for the reasons you think. He's a punk, but not bad. Who? Uh, Toothless. Oh, yeah. He's just a punk-ass kid. Leave him alone. Good for you, bro. <laughs> because he was. Do you know what I like to imagine? 
What? Is that one day? Really worried about this already. <laughs> one day, like enemies are gonna try to ride up on their city. I don't know fucking why. There's they've got nothing, <laughs> right? But like you know that like the first person they're gonna see at the head of this battalion of like pissed off dragons is gonna yep. be Astrid riding a terrifying dragon, and you're gonna be like, this is a really bad idea. <laughs> we should turn around right now. Yeah, we should leave. Because, like, it's like, really? Do you want to start this shit with me? And Hiccup's, like, in his house, like, fiddling with something new. <laughs> like, Toothless is probably breaking eight things. And Astrid's just, like, <laughs> single-handedly killing all their enemies. Bring it, armies. Bring it. We've yeah. got Astrid and dragons. Yep. Yep. See, right now, when he's at the helm of the boat, that's future of Captain Rage Tits. Oh, God. Just, like, angrily steering a boat into the mist. I don't really... (laughs) I don't really sail that well. Well, you're gonna learn. God damn it. My primary relationship with boats is getting drunk on them. You know, wearing striped shirts and white pants. Your relationship with boats is very different from mine. Clearly. My relationship with most of the things are, is very different than yours. Yeah. Yeah. It is one of the strangest things in the universe that we actually are friends. Most of my friends... No, wait, I can't even say that. Nope. <laughs> I was going to say they're quite different from me, but... I think it's just varying levels. Yes. I like how he's like, stay low. There's a giant fucking mast attached to your ship. I don't know if you've noticed. <laughs> it's pretty big. Oh, look, it's like a dead graveyard of all your other ships. Mm-hmm. I love how Hiccup is like, guys, guys, this is not cool. This is not a good idea. I also love that humming sound of all of the dragons. Yeah. When it stops, you're like, well, fuck. Snout loud. Come on, you get the dragon that catches fire, dude. Yeah. This is like the Hunger Games of dragons. Also awesome. I like I like the idea that all of these dragons have just like they're actually very excited because they're like we're like friends we've just been playing we've just been playing this whole time we've been playing for months it's great they keep coming for playdates and we get to burn things it's awesome <laughs> what's funny is like the dragons and the Vikings are so alike in I every know. way it's lovely Don't open that cave, dude. That's a bad idea. This is going to go bad for you, yo. It would have been better if you could have found a way to, like, collapse that cave on the big dragon. I love this. 
when the fireball goes down and it's just a wall of dragons. Yeah. This is like me swatting at mosquitoes in summer. Yeah, I'm sure it's exactly the same thing. You know where you're just like flailing wildly at the air and nothing happens? No, because I don't do that. Oh. Nope. This is not this is not gonna go the way you think it's gonna go. Yeah, those people should not be that happy or excited. Well, look at Toothless, he's like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, everything is fucked. It's like, man, these people are dumb. Can't just say, this milk tea is delicious. I believe it. Lady Vikings, for the win. Thor didn't have a beard. Did he have a beard in that movie? No, he didn't. He did in the comics. Oh, he had sort of a growth, but he didn't have like a full-on beard. In the comics for a long time, he had like a ridiculous, gigantic blonde beard. He was hideous. Zero comments. I know, you would date that. Thor? Why not? I mean, I would be good bros with Thor. Yeah. Who would you date out of all of the Avengers? Hi, what a stupid question. Iron Man? You two would be bad together. We would be very bad together. Like, that's a bad, you shouldn't do that. Oh, come on, super entertaining, though. We would throw the best parties in the world. The worst parties in the world. Greatest parties in the world. Worst! I would just be, like, with Jarvis in the lab. (laughs) Like, Jarvis, can you order me a pizza? And Jarvis will be like, no. No! Mr. Stark Stark and Rage Tits have ordered every pizza in the city for a competition. No! That's probably exactly what I would yell if I flew by a bunch of people on a dragon. <laughs> Look at me, I'm on a dragon, yo! I love this, like, I love basically the 30 Air Force. Yeah. Rough and tough are the worst. They're the greatest. They're so busy fighting each other. I know, it's amazing. Being dickbags. I love dickbags. I know, boo. I was actually less than completely impressed by this dinosaur dragon. But, I don't know. I wasn't really impressed until it flew, I guess and then like, I was terrified. I guess, like, the truth is, like, not everything in a movie can be flawless, mm-hmm. and I find, like, Dinosaur Dragon, like, less than compelling. 
I do love this moment of sheer bravery on the part of Snowloud. Yeah, it's pretty great. I think Dinosaur Dragon reminds me of um, oh, Shadow of the beautiful. Colossus. <laughs> yeah. Um, I yeah, hit him in the eye. This- <laughs> Just flying, getting dizzy. Hit him in the eye. <laughs> their parents are gonna be so embarrassed. Whatever, their parents are super proud. They are proud, but they're also so embarrassed. Well, they haven't even graduated yet. Probably the only person who's any good in this fight is Astrid, and we haven't really seen her do anything yet. No! That look on, like, <laughs> on Toothless's face is like, oh my god, so crushing! This was a beautiful moment. I loved this. I love that they have, like, a moment of mutual recognition, like, yes! I also love that he's strong enough to just, like, rip that thing up with his hands. It's good for me. It's a big dude. He's a big dude. And then he rescued him. Pulled him out of the water. Yeah. And I love that, like, before that, Toothless was kind of, like, resigned to die. I know. But he, like, takes the dad with him. He's like, let's do this. That's right. And the little, like, get the fuck on my back. It's like, come on. Stop Hurry your up. feelings. You wanted to take down my queen. Let's do this. Yeah, whatever. You can't apologize enough for being such a shit dad. Oh, no. I think that... There's a there's no. an interesting... There's an interesting turn of phrase. I wonder if it's just in Chinese. Where, um, it's like children sharpen their teeth on their parents. Uh, and I think that the same goes for parents, you know, as they get older. So we all have to be very forgiving of each other. Okay, there's forgiving, and then there's worst dad ever. He was not the worst dad ever. It's pretty bad. No, not even close. Dude, don't let him get inhaled. Good job. Ah. She's fine. There we go. I like that everyone's like, holy shit, we know that sound! <laughs> Love it. Double checks. Toothless is the best dragon. He's pretty hilarious. When this is over, I'm going to hug Sherlock so hard, and she's going to be pissed. Uh, no comment. You're welcome. No, that didn't do it. Now it's pissed at you. Now it's going to fly. Well, That's when it gets fly. scary. So, I'm assuming everyone who was watching this already knows this, but, um, so when they were originally doing, knows the ending, rather, So originally when they were doing screenings for this movie, DreamWorks was really worried about the ending where uh, Hiccup loses a foot. Yeah. And they were just like, they were thinking about, they were wondering whether or not that was too intense for the movie. And every single person who went to the screenings, like, was like, by the way, don't get rid of that part where he loses a foot. Because it's, it's perfect. There's a great parallelism and it's lovely in that he and Hiccup, or he and Toothless, are matched now. A matched set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A matched pair. Yeah. 
like when you just see the silhouette of that thing climbing into the sky. Yeah, it is. That's when I was like legit terrified. I also enjoy that Toothless is so badass in battle, but that like in his normal state, he literally just sits around eating fish and sleeping. Eating fish, sleeping, and being like, hey, Hiccup, let's play. Yeah. Let's play. Let's play. Did you get catnip again? I love catnip. Let's do catnip. Like, and of course, like, Toothless's definition of play is, like, ultra-destructive. <laughs> it's, like, the same... That's cool. It's the same way, like, all the other dragons were like, these are the greatest play dates, And they were like, we're trying to kill you. <laughs> we're trying our best. Plus, it's probably good for those dragons, because then they're not obligated to, like, go out and get food for the queen or die. Yeah, exactly. They get fed, they get to play, good times. Toothless is like, I don't like this plant anymore. I'm on fire. (laughs) I'm on fire, this plant is balls. Your plants are balls, Toothless. (laughs) Take up, do you hear me? There we go. Balls. Now he's on fire on the inside. Love it. Enjoy that foot while it lasts. Shut up. You're so mean. Yeah, whatever. Life's a bitch and then you're one-footed. Hate you. Whatever, you've got three, so if you lose one, you're still good. (laughs) If I lose one, I can just graft the extra one onto my leg. Yeah. I'm sure there's a surgery where you could just, like, pull one foot up and use the I'll, other. I'll go to whatever town, like, Mexican town, Dr. House is practicing shanty medicine in, and now Wilson's dead. No, I think we've <laughs> talked about this. House commits suicide immediately afterwards. So terrible. How is that better? Because he doesn't have to live without him. This is such a great moment. Oh. I love everything about this movie. I know, me too. And then his dad is all sad. Pretty much every time I've watched this movie, I've cried. Really? Yeah. You're a paragon of dignity. It's one of those movies where I'm like, I'm just gonna need some time alone for crying. I want the Avengers AU of this, like, right fucking now. How would you cast that? Uh, Tony Stark is Hiccup. Tony Stark is not Hiccup. Tony Stark is totally Hiccup. Tony Stark is Astrid. Captain America is Hiccup. No, Tony Stark is the weirdo kid who fails his father's expectations and, like, makes friends with, like, strange, probably Bruce Banner is the dragon. <laughs> and Captain America is Astrid, who doesn't understand why Tony's so irresponsible and shitty all the time. I don't think that the Avengers AU of this would work that well. I'm just not feeling it. I feel like this is one of those things where it's like, I would challenge accept that, except I can't challenge accept that. For a lot of reasons. For many reasons, I can't challenge accept that. I mean, like, I would do it. It would be fun. I guess. I probably wouldn't read it, because it's just not that engaging to me. See, that makes me even more tempted to challenge accept that. But actually, speaking of fan works of this, the greatest How to Train Your Dragon story ever is the one where Sherlock is a dragon. Obviously. That one's amazing. That one, like, I saw the, I saw the, that will be, like, our wreck for the week, guys. I saw that summary, and I was like, I don't know, and then I read it, and I was like, yes, yes, this is great. This is exactly what I wanted in life. It makes so much sense. Yep. 
Of course. It was perfection. Of course Sherlock is an irritating fucking Night Fury. Like the weirdest is- Night Fury of all time. John, <laughs> come like get your dragon out of the barrel. Morning. Oh, the realization. I love how, like, Toothless is kind of sad for him. Uh-huh. But he's, like, only going to be sad for him for, like, three seconds. Because then he's going to be like, this is boring now. Stop being sad. Yeah. He's like, it's metal. I don't know how I feel about that. Okay, your feelings are boring now. Let's go. Your feelings are boring. Go away. Come on, come on, come on. Time to go outside. Yep, there we go. While you were sleeping, we made friends with dragons. We made friends with every dragon. All the dragons. Just all of them. Mm-hmm. The rule is you're only allowed to eat fish. Stop eating the sheep. Sheep are for, like, birthdays. <laughs> sheep are for birthdays. <laughs> sheep is delicious. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Sheep smells sheepy. They taste amazing. Actually, weirdly, right? Like, I've never actually eaten lamb or mutton in my life. Like, I've never eaten it. But really? The, no. Just the smell can make me throw up. When I was really young, I think someone, um, and when I was really young, they gave me lamb, and, like, I had a bite, and I hurled. Wow. Yeah, and it's really strange, because, like, I don't think I'm allergic to it or anything. But my father's theory, oh, that's right, get some sugar, baby, is that, um, <laughs> is that, so my mom, when she was pregnant, went on a business trip and, like, apparently went banana pancakes at, like, a lamb hot pot restaurant. Just, like, ate seven sheep or something because she was, like, craving it. And then afterward, just, like, got sick off of sheep, like, could never eat lamb again. After wow. that incident. And I'm like, I was like, I think that my mother gave me a food aversion in <laughs> utero. In utero. Because I've never eaten it. And yet the smell and the taste and like the taste of it makes me gag. I was going to say, I should apologize then. Because the last time I was at your place, I ate lamb korma. Oh, that's fine. Like, I I mean, as long, well, also korma has so many spices in it that it mm. covers up a lot of the smell of it. But, um. Like, I have people. dreams about that karma. That is the only karma I've ever liked, and I can't find an equivalent here that is good. Well, obviously, you're just going to have to come here. Oh, love that closing shot. Oh, such a good movie! So good! Such a good movie. Everyone go read that Sherlock story now. Yeah. yeah. Everybody has to go read it, like, in media ma. So much fun. Alright, thank you for watching with us. Thanks, guys. Yeah, it was fun. We'll see. Go have a lot of dragon feelings. Indeed. And we'll see you next week um, either for mobile fandom or possibly our Ask Me Anything episode. So We haven't decided yet. We haven't. So keep asking us anything. And we'll add it to our list. Bye. Bye.